America's founding fathers believed their vision, the city upon a hill, could only succeed with a special people in a special place. Over 240 years later, we the people, our American story is still unfolding. My name is Tina McCafferty. Join me every Friday as I spotlight those who embody the American values of faith, courage, and heroism. You will be uplifted, inspired, proud, and humbled to call yourself an American. American history is more than history. It's personal. The Declaration of Independence declared that people can govern themselves, that they can live in freedom with equal rights, that they can respect the rights of others. Gerald Ford. Hello, podcast friends. Welcome to the second mini episode of We the People, Our American Story. I am concluding season one by sharing what America means to the amazing people I had the opportunity to speak with over the last few months. Today, we hear from Luis, Miguel, Dave, and Richie. This place is breathtaking. There are very few continental countries in the world that can encapsulate within its borders the full gamut of of beauty that this country does from the from the Rocky Mountains. And I love the snow. I absolutely love the snow. Now, being a creature of the beach, I miss the beach. Uh, and so, but the, the majesty of these mountains, the, the snow-capped peaks, the, the ruggedness of the terrain. And then you have the rolling prairies of the, of the Midwest, uh, the endless cornfields. We went to Iowa and to Illinois recently, and we just drove these endless corn and soy fields and it, to me, it's breathtaking. I absolutely love it. And it comes, comes from my dad. My dad was an agricultural engineer. And so when we see these endless fields, it's just, just so beautiful. And then you go to these beaches and you go to Southern California, uh, even Oregon and Washington State, where we lived uh, for a little over a decade. Those are my favorite kind of beaches. I would rather go to a Washington beach than yeah. a California beach. I, I just, I love everything about it. I love the weather. I, it, I love it there. This country has, has a little bit of everything for everybody. I can imagine that when, uh, when, when the pilgrims uh, landed here, and we know that their circumstances weren't easy and that they actually struggled for the first few decades, uh, mightily struggled. At some point, they had to, to, to come to the same conclusion I did where they came across a ledge and they looked over, peered over a mountain and just went, this is God created, this is beautiful, this is divine. So there's that part. Uh, the people. Going back to the premise I explored earlier, I believe in the good heart of the American people. I believe that we are a teenager having an existential crisis. I firmly believe that. Well, how else can you put it, right? Well, and I also believe that at some point we're going to see ourselves through it. I think cooler heads will prevail. I certainly hope cooler heads will prevail as long as we have moments like what we're living right now, uh, Russell M. Nelson moments where we're asked to pause. Uh, and when we ask questions like that, when we ask questions like, what do you have in common with the person on the other side of the aisle? There's just so much. One of the greatest blessings of my life is having lived in the Pacific Northwest, not just because of the beauty of the Pacific Northwest, but because of the political leanings of the Pacific Northwest. And as a conservative myself, I identify myself as a conservative. It helped balance me. It helped humanize the other side of the dialogue. And I needed that. It was at a time of my life, I had just finished my MBA and I felt like I, I kind of knew my way around life. And I had some very strong opinions about everything. Uh, and I needed a little humbling. And it was very humbling for me to really be exposed to the heart of the other side of the aisle and to understand the intention and to understand the logic. 
and how I live my American experience. I've since learned, and don't get me wrong, I still say stupid things. I'll still write stupid things and I'll still take off half of the world uh, with my stupid things. But uh, I believe that I, I am much better equipped today to come to a conversation from a position of empathy because of that experiences, of the experiences I had in the Pacific Northwest. It means a lot to me. It means to know my family. It means um, opportunities. I mean, it means freedom to me. I mean, I mean, America always has treated me very well, very welcoming. But it's also with how you face America. Obviously, you know, you can have challenges. And I know that, you know, we, not everybody is on the same level. For me personally, I mean, my family has been great and having my family here and, and having the things that we can afford for my family has been nothing but, but a blessing. We thought often about, you know, maybe we need to move back to Germany and Last time we moved here for work reasons, it just didn't work out and we didn't feel like we, our mentality was, would do well in Germany anymore because of, you know, having lived here and, and being, I don't know, seeing more opportunities. The English documents previous to the formation of the United States were very living, quote unquote, which means you could arbitrarily translate them. Well, if you can arbitrarily translate them, what kind of legal system do you have? What's illegal yesterday is perfectly fine now, and vice versa. What I like is we do need to keep on going with our, um, our merit-based system. You know, anytime you see where, oh, you're a political elite, oh, you're a class elite, okay, get away from that system. That's, that's not us. Don't do that. We're, we're, we're a merit-based system. Who you are is who you choose to be. If you feel sorry for yourself, there's people out there who have far less than you do, and they're far happier than you are. That's attitude. I, I would say that that kind of rugged individualism is great. Uh, if you look at our ancestors, they didn't have the kind of materialism that we have now, yet they had this tremendous drive to do amazing things. We still do, not all of us, but we still do. And I would encourage uh, everyone to reach down deep in their uh, persona and find that and say, this is who we are. We're a family. I've gone all over this world. And the most unique thing about Americans is the shared kinship that we have. When my wife got her citizenship, I saw everyone from the most conservative to the most liberal type saying, congratulations, welcome to the family, welcome to this country. That's powerful, and it's still there. And uh, we can talk about how it's vanishing, or we can promote it so that it doesn't. And I, I vow for the second option, and that's really, in a nutshell, why I love this country and why it means so much to me. Um, but America is the freest, most prosperous nation. It is one nation under God. It is the last best hope of man on earth. It is a wonderful wonderful, deeply dysfunctional at times place. It's like the best of any family that you can imagine. We love each other. Sometimes we hate each other, but we move on because we know there's a higher purpose. We work together because we know that there's a bigger aim, that some things are more important than our petty squabbles. At the end of the day, we are a family in this country. And this is a place for us to, to grow and develop and 
learn and love and be free. America is the right for people to live their lives, uh, to be free from restraints of government, to be able to choose their own path. The only purpose of government is to secure our rights so we can live our lives the way we want, as long as we're not violating the rights of someone else. Be who you want to be in America. I'm going to have disagreements with you. At a certain point, you have to just learn to be tolerant of each other's choices. And America is the ideal place on earth for us to do that. You have a right to live your life the way you want to, to make your own mistakes, as long as you're not violating someone else's rights. America is the best nation that exists on earth today. Um, I'm so proud to be a part of it. I'm so grateful to be a part of it. My life the way I want to, to be able to say, proclaim, I'm Christian. There are countries on the earth that you can't do that even today. I love this country. This country is a bastion of hope and freedom and light and prosperity. And I certainly hope that that light never goes out. In season one, I talked with immigrants, active military, veterans, and patriots. I have learned so much from these marvelous people, and I hope you have too. You can still listen to Luis, Miguel, Dave, and Richie's full episodes as 7 through 10 in season 1. If you haven't already, please leave a rating. And if you have a few minutes, a comment is even better. Your interaction with this podcast will help me spread the word about these incredible people and their stories. Join me next Tuesday for the third mini-episode. See you then.